Hey everyone, my name is David Nixon and welcome to another episode of the Peak and Flow podcast. Today I'm going to talk about a concept that I developed or put together that I call four-dimensional coaching. But before I do that, just a quick note. Recently, which if you've been listening to a little while, you would have heard me talk about a program that I run called Meet the Moment. It's a six-month program that I run. It works in cohorts, so a sign-up at the start of the year, and there's going to be another sign-up at the middle of the year. And it's only small groups that I allow in. The cohorts, usually around six people, give or take. Now, given that, the whole program is designed to cover off mental, physical, social, and environmental and systemic health, sustainable health. It's looking at that in all areas and going, in what areas am I lacking and what areas can I improve on and how do I ground my subjective way of being to understand what's the problem behind my problems that I'm experiencing. And those people come into this type of thing from two ends. One is from, um, I'm more anxious than I'd like to be. I'm experiencing this pain that's that's clear for me, but I'm not sure how to get out of it and I want to I wanna really step into my potential that way. Whereas people may come into this program going, I know that I'm capable of more and I'm just not sure what's holding me back from from really giving myself permission to lean into my full mind, body and beyond potential. This program is designed to do that. It delivers it from small group coaching um, and lessons online over the six months to one-on-one developmental coaching to access to a retreat, access to, uh, to online training or in-person training, physical training and support with all that nature plus much much more if you're interested unfortunately i did have one person have to pull out at the very early stage we've only just started so for this next week i'll open up one spot for someone who um denied maybe if you're there if you thought about doing it or maybe this is the first time you've heard about doing it but you're ready to make a change and you want to be in the right support group with the right support people reach out this is going out on the 6th of february 2024 i'll shut it off at the end of this week friday saturday so if you're interested reach out it's the last chance until middle of the year and even then i've got a bub due middle of the year so i've got to make sure i've got a decision around what time and capacity i have then as well so don't hesitate don't sit on the fence make a decision change your life given all that shall we get into it so four-dimensional coaching One of the key things that I've seen over 20 years working in the fitness and health space and working with people in general and maturing myself is twofold from from a client perspective and from a coach perspective is people don't grow through ages, they grow through stages. And those stages are also contextually dependent upon different areas of living and life. So some people can be at a later stage of development, a, a greater perspective when it comes to systems, but an earlier stage of development when it comes to understanding self and vice versa. And so one of the beautiful things of understanding that is looking at for trainers and coaches, well, how do they grow through stages? How do they grow through the stages of of being a fitness trainer slash coach? And I've put together over the years from observation of self, observation of other trainers coming through, uh, observation from clients and work from clients, that there's different dimensions to coaching. And so as we move through these stages, we start to add more dimensions to our coaching. And the whole goal for today is to go through and explain those as four-dimensional coaching is what I call it. And so where this comes from is not saying that um, uh, a first dimension is better is, is worse than a fourth dimension or, or anything like that at all. It's all context-dependent. You move through these stages. Now, maybe you're not a fitness trainer or a coach 
maybe you can relate to this in your work and how people move through stages in your industry career maybe even in your skill set if that's um stay-at-home parent or whatever the case might be it's going to be relatable across that i'm grounding this in the context of coaching so shall we get into it one of the key things that's probably worth considering first is like why is this actually even important well it, it allows me as a business owner and as a as working with other coaches and trainers and, and gym businesses to go, this is the framework of development. And as we move through this framework, we gain a greater perspective, we gain, gain a greater experience because a 4D coach, a four-dimensional coach, they're not interested in being a good coach. They're interested in curiosity. They're interested in being an experienced coach. Earlier on, the individual may be more associated or infatuated with feedback. Am I doing good? How did you find the session? Yes, I'm, am I being motivating enough? All of those sort of things. The 4D coach with the experience doesn't care about any of that. They know that that's all on the client, not the coach. It's not a reflection of them necessarily. So, And in saying that, the other thing I just want to preface this with is that if somebody develops over time to become a 4D coach, it doesn't mean that the first dimension is not useful. So if I'm running a beach session with 100 people, this first dimension of simply instructing is going to be very, very important. However, I might have set up the whole session, program, how it runs, all the pre-coms from a 4D space and deliver it in a 1D space. So it's powerful knowing these frameworks and going where am I at and what's the next step. So given that... Let's start with 1D, the first dimension, which is simply called, I call it instruction. And so you can think of this as four different ways. It's really quite interesting. You've got insight, instruct, install, and integrate. You've also got know of, know about, relate with, and embody. And that also starts with us here going, first dimension of training, of coaching, is instructing. Not insight, it's instructing because you're actually in the action of training someone whereas giving someone an insights like being at a dinner party and someone asking a question about what you do you give them an insight now they know of it whether they know about it uh, or can start relate with it is they actually have to do something you have to instruct them so instruction is the first dimension and it comes from a telling place i'm going to tell you what to do it's usually codependent and so it will usually attract the type of individuals that need to be told what to do all the times i don't come here to you know to think uh, so to speak. So it's codependent in that space and it's usually program centric. And so, all right, everyone, this is a program. This is what everyone's going to do. And if you watch a boot camp, the program's the same for everyone. There's not crazy that many really adaptations. But also, when we first come into the industry, we don't know that many adaptations. We don't know how to adjust many things at all. So we were, everyone's going to start at this stage. How do I write a program and how do I make sure people are moving through this program and not killing themselves? Right? It literally is usually a program-centric approach and can often be seen as an all-or-nothing approach. It's usually quite black and white, right? And so where we start to see growth is when someone starts to bring a bit more flexibility, a bit more gray into their approach with instructing, but usually these are in larger groups. It's a bit different one-on-one, but usually these are in larger groups. Um, and that's how the person may learn first to, to work with people within the fitness industry. First dimension, I'm going to tell you what to do. You're going to do it. It's relatively codependent. It's centered around this is what the program is. So you're going to do this. Everyone's going to do this. Uh, And it can often be an all or nothing approach. And it can often bring people there that are actually doing training from an all or nothing space. So this is both client and coach, really, or instructor in this case. 
Second dimension, two-dimensional coaching, we're going to call training. So it's actually two-dimensional training, really, but training. And training is, at its core, training is simply teaching a skill. It is, it is helping somebody learn a particular skill. You're training a skill. So a training business is different to a coaching business. A trainer in a sport team is different to the coach in a sport team. And so commonly the term coach just gets thrown around, which is fine. But at the same time, the question that's worth considering is that is it actually coaching or is it simply just training? When I work on the gym floor, for the most part, I'm training skill. I'm training somebody how to develop a technique of something. Now, what I'm also doing is bringing into that coaching qualities, the way that I ask questions, what I'm listening for, what I'm I'm listening for, what they're not saying, I'm building a relationship with them over time, all of that sort of stuff. And so when we look at 2D, two-dimensional training, teaching skill, now it's dependent, the person can kind of work on their own, but they're dependent upon feedback. Um, It is commonly technique-centric, and it comes from a place, is it right technique, wrong technique? So when you, people move on from the boot camping instruction kind of space they go i want to learn the right technique i hurt myself at boot camp saying i've heard not not that specifically but examples of that over the years i want to make sure i'm learning the right way to do it and what we find with trainers in the space is they start to bring a bit of flexibility where there's like well we'll work on building it so that you're you you get it right over time but the idea that there's a right technique is a little bit short-sighted um and i can explain why the reason why I say that is there isn't a right way to kick a soccer ball. There's probably a wrong way, but there isn't a right way. It's something that you continually develop over time. So it's contextually appropriate, and it's more about developing an individual's kinesthetic awareness or their, their body intelligence rather than going, hey, that's the right way to do a barbell deadlift. And then the person goes, great, I've ticked that box at this weight in this controlled environment and then they try and do that in a workout but what we haven't done is help that individual understand how to know for themselves when they're moving and hinging well regardless of whether it's a barbell sandbag kettlebells a baby whatever the case might be so actually shifting it from technique centric to body awareness centric is is a and really person centric which is next is a completely different approach but the the kinesthetic awareness approach doesn't come before the technique the technique comes first and then from there, through experience, people develop to the third dimension, which is coaching. Coaching is influencing. It's commonly independent. And so you're able to kind of work from a coaching perspective. You're able to work with the individual, but they're building independence on how they exercise and train. People in this space, the, the coaches are commonly like, I want my clients not to need me, right? They want to be independent with their clients, um, but they want to see their clients be independent regardless. And so... That, that way, we're starting to look like you can imagine the time horizon from 1D instructing to coaching and 4D in a second uh, is actually the time horizon of the person's worldview improves. Hence where it's first dimension, second, third, and so forth. And so, given that, they, they are usually influencing and they build influential and present, present, uh, presentation skills and they're able to do that in the sense of going, well, how does this person... Uh, make sense of the world what are they saying how can i speak to this person how do i need to speak to the next person compared to this person um so it does become person-centric approach a person-centric approach i would actually call it a persona centric approach because the person's adapting based on the personalities that are presented in front of them which is which is good it's fine uh it's a little bit it's missing something, but at the same time, it's working to go, how can I um, influence this individual to do something that's positive for them long-term? 
it's 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 aiming towards a, a healthy approach and commonly the coach is flexible so they bring a lot more flexibility than rigidity to how they're actually helping a client get through a workout or approach a workout or build intent or adjust exercises within the workout or even adjust how often they need to be in the gym because they're able to bring flexibility of being like well sometimes as people grow up literally they start to have different values and going to the gym five days a week no longer suits that because they've got different values and priorities and they want to play sport or go fishing more or spend time with the family or whatever the case might be and and really it's like what's the what's the reason for going to the gym in the first place it's like because i want to be healthy and fit and do more with my family it's like maybe it's time to actually do that so they bring in that kind of flexibility as well which is um which is which is good i would suggest the fourth one 4d coaching it's actually fourth dimensional is co-facilitation it's co-facilitating in this space you are working together it isn't you know here's a trainer here's the client you're actually working together because at this point the coach is fully aware that the subject is the expert in their subject and so we have to co-facilitate to create a workout and create an experience and create a a a step a small step in a long vision a long-term time horizon and in order to do that it's not me telling you what to do it's me working with you so that you can build interdependence right and what that really means interdependence compared to independence is that i have the capacity to be myself around you and utilize resources within both of us but we also stand alone as it is and so we're choosing to be here both of us are choosing it's not a needs-based relationship it's a choice-based relationship and it's it's grounded on um, love and education which really another word for that would be space so understanding the space of learning and failures are part of the process we move from a black and white approach or an all-or-nothing approach to really a, a continuum and a process type approach seeing that that's all part of growth and development and unfolding over time and this is where it becomes a human-centric, not persona-centric, a human-centric. And we're holding the person to the fire of their, their potential as a human, not the rigidity of their persona. So hence where you can imagine this doesn't come before the first dimension of just instructing. And with this, there, there really is some great flexibility. So we call it flex and flow because they'll literally adapt and um, work with the client rather than at or for the client. Another way to think about it is that they don't push clients, they challenge them. And they challenge them based on the individual's area of growth, which is going to be personal and individual to that person. And they do it like almost without noticing. It's almost flies completely under the radar. 4D coaches look lazy, yet it's the duck on water analogy where all you're looking at is a duck on top just floating and it's the feet being busy underneath. That's commonly what you're going to see with a 4D coach. They're not necessarily busy in mind, but they've assessed the situation and they're coming from the angle of like the frame that's held is uh, the right information to the right person at the wrong time is the wrong information. So what's the right information to the right person at the right time? So there's your four dimensionals, um, four dimensional coaching and how it gets put together, instructing, training, coaching, co-facilitating and in those spaces they develop through stages and so the questions that i have left for you being a coach or being a client or a trainer or whatever it is that you do first question is in that in your assessment and maybe it's worth asking people around you but where am i at in that space where am i at what do i relate to the most and here's a way to understand it because it does not rigid it's dynamic which one do i relate to least and it's probably the one before that 
The other question I have for you is, where's the gap in my learning? What am I missing? Where's my gaps and what am I missing? Because that question allows you to start to see that your potential is in your blind spot. So what am I missing here? And then from there is whatever came up in that question is go learn that and integrate that into your body of work. Your potential is in your blind spots. And on that note, team, I'm done. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you'd pass it on to someone else. If you own a gym or work in the industry and you want to learn more about this, please reach out. I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to work with your team if that's the case. Uh, even if you're not in the industry, I do this stuff with other corporate clients from construction through to schools and teachers and so forth. So it's a work that I love doing. If you're interested, reach out. But that's me done. I'm out. Until next time, peace and pizza. I'll see you soon. Bye.